My name is Sean Michael Walker with Premier Group Insurance. And uh, what is this podcast called? It's called Insurance You Indemnify Me, uh, which is a throwback to a, what is it a throwback to? It's a throwback to Jerry Maguire, right? Show me the money. Oh yeah, show me the money. Yep. Show me the money, except not show me the money. It's uh, you complete me, right? You bring me back so, whole. There you go. You make me whole again. So uh, today on today's podcast, we have Chad Maxey, my favorite agent. No, I don't. I take that back. You're not my favorite agent. You are <laughs> the funniest agent I've ever met in my entire life. And uh, I didn't bring you on because you're the funniest, but uh, I do think you're freaking amazing. But you just welcome. told me I was the funniest. You are the funniest. Well, did you. I just say, what did I just say? I brought you on because you're the funniest, but you're not the funniest. That's what I said? Yeah. Oh, you That's are right. the funniest. That's right. That's right. By the way, let's. Let, I just wanted to do top three funniest agents. Uh, you, Chad Maxey. Um, Holtman. Holtman. Lance Holtman. Yep. Uh, and then the third one is going to be Charles McDade from Houston, Texas. And Love he's hilarious Charles. too. You've he's, met him, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Awesome guy. Hilarious. Those three agents, if you get them in the same room, I've only got two of the three in the same room before. And it, it was like hilarious. So. I actually think there's a picture of you and I hugging with Charles McDade in the picture. That might show Somewhere. up later. It might, it, it might show up later in yeah. this podcast. So, um, let's first do who is Chad Maxey. Give me the Chad Maxey commercial. Uh, who the heck are you? Chad Maxey. I've, I've been in insurance for way too damn long, more than I like to admit. I was that guy that when I graduated high school, I was like, let's get into insurance. Said no insurance agent ever. Right. And here I am. Not a single person. No. I was, I was a hospitality guy. I was in the restaurant yeah. business, bartending and all that stuff. Yep. And I said, I have to get out of this lifestyle. Work yeah. until How 4 a.m. Oh, God. 20 plus oh, years man. on that. Way too long. Oh, yeah. The rusty long. bucket, right? The rusty bucket. Am I allowed bucket. to say that? I don't know. You just did. Uh, am I allowed to say that, Jacob? Okay. We said it. Yeah. Rusty Bucket. Yep. Okay. Rusty Bucket Bar and Grill. <laughs> like, we didn't get a single client from that. No. <laughs> from that honorable no. mention. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, it was a beer and whiskey shot kind of okay. place and what have you. And it was late nights and uh, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And it was, just wasn't the lifestyle. I went into insurance and uh, I did that years ago. I was actually, let's get out of the insurance business and went to a insurance um, yeah. what would you call it? A, That's uh, where I met you. Yeah. Uh, I went to an insurance work hiring oh, symposium, yeah, I thing. guess what you call it. it. Yeah. So anyways, I go to one of those with one of my good buddies and I actually get hired on with the company is no longer around, but they did health insurance, okay. health insurance for self-employed people. Okay. Sold that. And I was selling the policies and one of the policies, how they taught us to sell it wasn't really what it was. Oh. So a gentleman that I knew from the bar sat there and said, you need to come to my agency because yeah. what you're doing is you're going to get sued over that oh, and going to yeah. cause problems. So, and then that's when I met you. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. And how long had you been there when I met you? I mean, I've known you for what, 12 years? Uh, no, uh, not 12, longer than that. 12 years, about 13 years. I was probably there for about 15 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. 15 years. Wow. And I loved it. And the reason why it was an independent agency, it was a small independent agency, family owned and operated. Yeah. Great place, great people, what have you. But we did everything from, the claims, the service, the sales, yeah. everything. So I really got into a ton of, a ton of learning, ton of learning. Yeah. I mean, that's if you insurance, like everyone says, if you yeah. don't like insurance, it's going to change tomorrow and that sort of thing. Yeah, so it's always a, a learning thing coming up a little, not nugget of knowledge that always comes down, down the pipeline. But that's what I loved about that. It was, I was there, I learned a hell of a lot. And then when I left, I guess I just didn't know my value and what have you and went yeah, on to right. another agency that was a big, Big, big group, agency, yeah. big group, and what have you, and six years there. And did you were six there? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. 
six whole years there, and then uh, it was time for me to go and came on with you guys over here. Yeah. Haven't looked back. As an independent it. insurance agency owner for what, two years now? Uh, going, yeah, this is going on my third year right now. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Has anybody ever told you you look like Steve Martin besides myself? Do you mind if I relieve myself right here? Anyone <laughs> <laughs> knows the, the movie quote? Dirty Rod Scoundrels. I love Dirty Rod Scoundrels. Yes. I was actually going to bring in a pot and pan and ask you to like run around the room going, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. You should have. I would have done it. <laughs> Uh, so how many people said this in your life? Like, uh, try and quantify for me 20 times, 30 times that I look like, yeah. Martin. How many times have you been told this? Zero more from, uh, who was it in friends? One of the from friends Chandler. Really? Yeah. Everyone said I look like Chandler from friends. My daughter the other day said I looked like, uh, Bradley Cooper. And I'm like, you can stay. Yeah, you can stay. You can I'll stay. keep that. I'll let yeah. you stay in yeah. my house for throughout your teenage years. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's a great compliment. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, okay. No, nobody really ever. No. You grade early though. Like, early. uh, like what's his face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your partner in crime in your agency is? Patrick Ballard. And your wife. I was looking and, for my wife. Yeah. Well, and my wife. <laughs> okay. Can we edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely my wife. She your is wife, my, be like, what the heck are you she doing? Is, she is absolutely 100% my partner. Okay. Right. Cool. She is the, uh, the thing that holds us together yeah. and what have you. Yeah. And it's always a, uh, she leads me back on the path yeah. of where I need to be in focus, what have you, because yeah. I get distracted a lot. I'm a squirrel. Oh yeah. 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 So. And, and tell the world where you're, where you're at right now. Like uh, tell us about your life right now. So you became an independent insurance agent. You started killing it real quickly. Yep. Things started getting financially comfortable again, very, very quickly after you left the last job and what yep. you, what did you do? Uh, last left 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 the last job. Uh, anyways, I came to you guys and I uh, I'll do a little backstory. It's okay. not a happy backstory, but okay. my father passed away. My okay. father passed away due to cancer from Vietnam, sarcoma mm-hmm. cancer, what have you, and that was a really hard time for me and what have you. And mm-hmm. and he passed away. About six months later, the place that I was I was working at was mm-hmm. no longer going to be there. It, it's still around to this day, but it was changing. Fast. It was it was changing fast, and I didn't okay. like the changes okay. personally. But anyways, um, my wife and I went camping one time, mm-hmm. and I had a decision to make of what direction I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Do I want to go work for another company and be a sales manager and what have you, and do that yeah. realm again, or do I want to do this on my own? Yeah. Lindsay, love you to death. She wouldn't give me an answer, what have you, and. Finally, I was like, I need to get a couple of drinks in her and we're camping up here and then, then she'll loosen up and she'll tell me exactly what I want yeah, to hear. Because right, I wanted right. her guidance because I wanted her right. to definitely be a part of what, right. what the decision process right. was. Lo and behold, I, I asked her, I said, what, what should we do here? What should we do? Yeah. She goes, do you know what your dad would tell you? And I was like, I know exactly what my dad would tell me. And she goes, that's what you need to do. And here so we are. So what would your dad have said? So, so I, I mean, I know why, you know what your Why dad say, let but... somebody else hold the reins on your potential and what you were doing? That's what your dad would have said. Yep. yep. Word for word. Like if word he was here, that would be a quote. Right. You've been out of doing it. You know it. Go do it. You've got the drive. Go make it happen. Yeah. 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 Why have somebody else hold you back? And so you came back from the camping trip going, I know what my next chapter looks like. Man, I think that's when I called you and said, yeah. let's meet. Let's, let, let's roll. Yeah. Interesting. And I've never looked back. Yeah. That's so cool. And so you've literally been rolling for the last two years. What does that, yep. uh, what does that mean? Uh, where, where are you guys physically in the United States? Right now we're in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Next week I'll be in Washington State. Probably a month after that I'll be in Idaho. So right now basically what happened was uh, COVID came along, opened up the agency, opened up in 
October of 2019, November yeah. 2019. Yeah. Right after that, everyone knows the lovely COVID came around and hit yeah. us. Yeah. I open up an agency. Next thing I know, my two kids, love them to death. They come home, and I'm now homeschooling them while my wife is actually out bringing home the health insurance benefits for us. Yeah. So she's bringing home the health insurance benefits, working for another company, being a barista and what have you. Yeah. So she's bringing in the benefits. So she's working early in the morning. Yeah. I'm running an agency. The kids are at school. Next thing you know, the kids come home, and now – my wife and I are just 500 miles an hour. Wow. You find out what they're doing with the schools and what have you, and I'm like, man, that really sounds like they're putting them in jail. They're putting them in plexiglass and yada, 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 what yeah, they're talking yeah. about. Way too political of a wait, statement. Wait. Cut that crap out. Wait, well, true. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, so we sat there and we looked at it, and Lindsay came downstairs one morning, and she was, I was working, she came home from work. She goes, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. I was like, we're growing out of this house. Chaos is going on. She was like, we've always talked about showing their kids the world. We named our agency Atlas Insurance Services because we wanted to show our kids the world. So what we did is we we actually, we were going to, our backstory, let me back up a little bit. We were going to take our kids every time they got out of school, we were going to pack up our camper Uh and go travel for two, three months. Yeah. And I was like, now that I'm a independent insurance agent, 1099, have my own agency, we can do that. As long as we have Wi-Fi, we can travel. Mm Mm-hmm. Fast forward, that was all, all always our dream. Fast forward probably about a year once we started doing this. Mm-hmm. COVID hit. We sold our house. Yeah. We said, screw it. Let's put it up in the market. We sold the house. We had 54 showings during COVID in two days. Got wow. well over asking value. Wow. And we've been traveling the country for the last two years in a travel trailer. Wow. Do you so, wish you still had it since Colorado's been going crazy still? Or, I, or are you like, no, nah, we don't need Lindsay it? Lindsay and I were just talking about it. I wish yeah. we kept that as a rental property, what have you. And yeah. I've already looked at my house and it went up another 100000 like, Yeah, Should have kept it. Should have kept it. Why didn't we Airbnb that thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So for the last so two years, been, yeah. yeah, I've been running an agency in the back of a travel trailer. Yeah. Every two, three weeks, we change locations. Yeah. So you never know where in the country I'll be. but. Yeah. Right and now, your clients are none the wiser, right? I mean, your no. clients are like, hey, I, I don't care where you are. I just uh, care that right. you have internet and you can talk Correct. to me when you need to talk to me. Right. Yep. That's so cool. Sometimes we get to a place and you just got to roll with the punches. Sometimes you get to a place, you don't have cell phone coverage. You don't yeah. have Wi-Fi. Yeah. You got to pack up and go. Yeah. Have you uh, pulled over while you're driving from point A to point B and been like, I got to bind this policy now. Uh, I don't care what time we get to the campsite tonight. Oh, yeah. This has to happen. Yep. All the time. Let me ask uh uh, so the obvious question is, is will you place business with carriers that are easier than others so that you don't have to pull over for four hours to get it done? And you can say, I just have to pull over for 20 minutes and I'll get it done. Don't worry. We'll keep moving. 1000%. Yeah. Yep. So you're telling me you're in control of where the business is and the ease of use oftentimes, not the price is what dictates and directs where your business might go. Um, yes and no, I guess. In the past, there was a carrier out there that they were, this is years ago, they were yeah. the easiest to work with. I could rock and roll through a quote, and I can get you a quote out in 10 minutes. Yeah, sure. I'd place my business with them all the time. Yeah. Because it was easy. Yeah. Now it's me, and I'm running the agency, what have you, and we're mainly looking for what's best suited for the client, Yeah. for their coverage needs, their assess their needs sure, and what sure. they need, and we move forward with that. Yeah. Um, I've just been doing this so damn long with all these carriers. I know them with like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's not one that's easier and harder to work yeah, yeah. with for me. There's yeah, just like, the unknowledge of a new carrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yep. So okay. um, we got an old fashioned picture here. This is actually an Allstate. It says up in the top right hand corner, Allstate Automobile Insurance. This was clearly taken back in the 50s or something. I have no idea. But uh, what was the insurance industry like when you started? It obviously wasn't like this. You didn't wear a bow tie that big, right? Close, close, <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, I mean, back when I started insurance, we actually literally, and I don't know if you had this, but we had three ring binders. Yeah, we did. All the way over with yeah. all the VIN numbers. So if you yeah. wanted to code the VIN, you can go buy, grab the binder, open it up, and figure out the year, make, model, where it was made, yeah. everything about the vehicle. Yeah. You had to physically grab there was no the rating book. There, there the yeah. rating book. There was no phone calls and binding it over the phone. They had to literally right. come into your office, sign you a check, hand sign the application. Right. Mind you, you didn't pull a motor vehicle record back then. Right. They didn't have the online availability right, for right. it. You ask him, any accidents or violations in the last three to five years for you? Right. No. Okay, I believe that. No answer. And you would literally put it in an envelope and send it off to the carrier. And about three weeks later, you get your policy back with yeah, the motor vehicle yeah, records yeah, yeah. pulled and all that stuff. Yeah. Then you have the irate customer coming in. Why'd my rates go up? <laughs> well, because you had because we were using a book. <laughs> you had four speeding tickets and you yeah. told me zero. Right, right. right. And so we caught you. Wow. So yeah. Um, so that's what it looked like. Uh that was before websites. I mean, were you like like I came in at like I think maybe two thousand one or two thousand two. Yeah. And uh I remember carriers would like bring in a CD-ROM disc and like update the 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 program on the computer with the with the updated rates, if you will. You know what I mean? Ooh, we Before had, it actually went web based. We I was around I when it was web based. There was it, one book that we would use too that we'd have to flip through the book and do things, but uh, that's about as far back as I go. I've never had to hand rate because it was always in there, and I was around. Yeah. There there was a rater. Can't remember the name of the company, but it probably doesn't even matter. It was it would give you a guesstimate yeah it would give you a guesstimate of who was competitive and who wasn't uh -huh. wasn't competitive and every time you quoted it with that carrier and actually went in and did it it changed it was, everything it yeah. was nowhere close yeah. so it was just it was garbage yeah yeah that's funny garbage in garbage out all right but, um this question's gonna zing you you have no idea what this question is uh but have you ever heard of romely you're you're an rv guy so romely, romely it's a it's like a it's, I think it's like an Airbnb uh, insurance for like RV people and you're an RV person. So I honestly have not. You've never heard of Romley. Okay, no. Good. Okay. That's a fine. Uh, but can I, get can I get? With <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Uh, I'm working on it. Uh, it was funny. I had a conversation with Romley last week and I said, I've got an RV guy coming in yeah. and he's all up in this community and uh, I'm going to ask him if he knows who Romley is. And they said, okay, well we'll see. But uh yeah, so supposedly they they kind of pick up where most insurance companies drop off. So they they'll say, hey, most insurance companies will say, hey, we don't want to do an Airbnb kind of situation for right. uh, for somebody who's renting their their thing out for four days or five days or two weeks or three weeks or whatever. And so you know the Safeco policy might not have friendly policy language as it relates to me renting my stuff out to you, and uh, and supposedly the Romley policy does. So I have no idea. Yeah. That'd be good. And I know other carriers do offer that kind of coverage for you. It's kind of like ride share, what have yeah, you, it's yeah, yeah. RV share, yeah, yeah. what have you. They do have that coverage kind of like you're doing yeah. uh, that we have with personal vehicles. If you lend it out and what have you and yeah. pick up for passenger, what have you, but there is coverage out there for it. Okay, cool. Uh, funniest, funniest insurance story ever to have ever happened in your entire life. I want to tell you mine, by the way, we'll cut it out. We can't ever figure out how to get it on, but it's all religious and it's all, it's really funky. We'll cut it out, but I'll tell it to you. Okay, good, because you got to. Yeah, I will. 
So this is going to go with uh, the lovely and talented Miss Trini Dillon. Uh-oh, She's I, one. I think I might have a picture here somewhere. Put her up there. There she, there she is. is. Trini Dillon, right there. Trini Dillon. On so display. Trini and I were in the rusty bucket. <laughs> I took we that act- picture of her this morning. She's oh, like, did you? What the heck? <laughs> so we actually met each other through the rusty bucket that we mentioned okay. earlier, okay. and we worked there for I don't know how long, a okay. long time. Okay. Her and I went to go work for this small independent agency family that was family-owned yeah. family agency together, and that's where we met. So I've known her for – she's my sister. So yeah. Yeah. Trini loves to play practical jokes on people. Yeah. So we used to call from the old agency into the restaurant, oh, okay. into and we would just bucket. razz them about whatever it was. We'd disguise our voice and ask them what's on the <laughs> menu. Is that gluten-free yeah, and yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. just knew we were irritating the bartender, yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. asking the most outlandish thing. And she loves to pull pranks, so – Anyways, we're at the bar one night, and some of our, our good friends sat there and said, you know what I want to do? I want to get that damn Trini Dillon back. And okay. I was like, what do you mean you want to get her back? What happened? Well, she's always playing practical jokes on me, and I want to get her back. And I'm like, well, you know I work in an insurance agency with her, right? Yeah, right. And they're like, well, yeah, what can you do? I was like, well, I've got a whole file. By the way, we we had file systems yeah. back in the day. Yeah, so right. we actually went, I went back in the file room and I'm like, I can go back in the file room and I can pull out one of her clients that she knows personally right. and I can give you all their information. Oh no. And you can call in as that client. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm totally going to do it. That's so my friend calls the next morning. I give her, I didn't even know the <laughs> name. Is, uh... I, won't, I won't say, we'll call her Joan Smith. But anyways, I call the friend yeah. and I give her Joan Smith's name, yeah, yeah. the year making model, the vehicle that this she's driving. It's going to be great, I hope. Oh, yeah. And so then she calls in and she goes, Trini, this is Joan Smith. Oh, no. I oh, just shit. hit somebody. Oh, no. My Toyota is all messed up. Trini's just going, oh, my God. And you Trini, hit she's, somebody, a human Yeah, being? she's a sweetheart, what yeah, have you. Right. Mind you. I knew this was happening, and I run into the boss's office, yeah. and I'm like, "This is gonna be good. This is gonna be Turn good. This is a this is a joke. Just roll with it. Just yeah, roll with yeah, it." So yeah, he yeah, was yeah. within two seconds okay. was in okay. on it. So Trini's a sweetheart, and she's kind of like, "Oh my god, you just hit somebody!" She's like, "And I didn't know what to do, so I left the scene, and there's police showing up now." Now, mind you, this gal is probably I want to say 70, 75 ish. Okay. The client that I grabbed yeah. for. So, anyways. Poor Trini thinks this client has done a hit and run. Just hit somebody. The ambulance and police are now on scene. Joan Smith just left the scene of the action and is doing a play-by-play for Trini Dillon <laughs> of a, what's going on. Football field away in and, a parking what, lot. and what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And Trini's like, go back there. Oh my God. And she goes like, Let, I need to go talk. I need this. Can I call you back real quick? So she hangs up and she walks into the boss's office and says, did you hear what's going on? One of my clients just hit somebody. He goes, I don't know what the hell to tell you. Go deal with it. Yeah. And she was like, well, screw you. So she goes yeah. back out there and she just starts, calls her, calls the person back or the person calls back or whatever it was, yeah, yeah. calls back and just starts razzing Trini, just yeah, starts razzing, yeah, razzing, yeah. razzing. And the next thing you know, she goes, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> and Trini just sat there and she looked straight up at me because our desks were <laughs> side by side. If she could have murdered me, because she knew that I was the only one that could have right. gotten yeah, our yeah, mutual yeah, friend the information, make it happen. she just wanted to wring my neck. And so that's wonderful. Yes, I've that's got, a great. That's a great story. Yeah, well, so many funny stories that you come across with insurance. Not funny stories, but even yeah, serious ones. Serious ones. Yeah, I yeah. I had I had a story. This is an insured. I had written her house yeah. policy for her. Uh-huh. 
Next thing I know, I get a carrier inspection on the home. Yeah. This is up in Blackhawk, by the way. Uh-huh. And I get a cancellation because there's a mine shaft in the backyard. Oh, did you tell me this one before? I think I've heard this. Probably. And I'm like, there's a there's a what? A, a, a mine shaft in the backyard? That's crazy. They're like, yeah, there's a mine shaft. Well, this house was being sold in the middle of winter. So there was yeah. four yeah, feet so of snow. They, they couldn't see whatever. And they sent out their inspector. And the inspector said, there's a mine shaft. So I called the client. And I'm like, um, I got a non-renewal. Is there a... Mine shaft in your to believe. Is there a mine shaft in your backyard, by the way? Yeah, there is. There, there's a little. She goes, it looks like an outhouse, but if you open up that outhouse, there's a mine shaft back there. I'm like, is it open? Like, can you fall in the hole? She goes, oh yeah, oh, yeah, totally. I was like, well, how far down does it go? I'm hoping it's like filled. You can only <laughs> yeah. fall down. You're like, oh no. And she's like, no. She's like, I have no idea. I've never seen the bottom. And I'm like, we repel down it all the time. Well, the, yeah. Well, the story doesn't get. Better, but she just, I was like, well, they're going to cancel your policy. And honestly, I'm like, I don't blame them. I'm like, yeah, I don't blame them. And I, I have no idea what I'm going to do with your home insurance. Yeah, I, right, right, right. How often do you come across this? Right. Hey, I need to insure a mine shaft. Will you guys take right, this? Right, right. So I'm calling carriers just to do my due diligence of what I want to do. And crazy. I'm calling these carriers and you're like, I'm we'll like, put a padlock on it like, if you want. Yeah, can we do anything with this? Can she, they're like, Fill it with cement, and I'm like, that, that's gonna happen. Pull up the cement truck, let's just start, just start cement. dumping cement in there. Yeah, let's we'll once it's filled, let's seal that puppy off. No, we'll take it. I'm like, never gonna happen. She loses it because she thinks it's all my fault. I'm going through this, I'm going through this relationship issue. I'm getting divorced from my husband, and da 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 da. da. <laughs> what am I going to do? It went down the rabbit hole where she did the what you're so you not say down the mine shaft hole down the yes correct yes. down the mine shaft <laughs> hole went down the mine shaft hole. I don't know how this is this is cardinal sin. Okay, as an insurance agent, is you <laughs> never ever give out what to your clients, your underwriter's phone number. Oh yeah, yeah. Somehow, way, shape, or form, I've known this because I've been in the business for right. so long. This is after I've been in the business for 15, 20 years, what have you. That's like the cardinal sin right. that you do. Right. Call my underwriter. See what they say. Yeah. You never do Don't that. bother me anymore. Bother the underwriter now. Somehow, she got my underwriter. This is bull crap. The, f- the first time I heard the story, this is the second time. You told me you gave the underwriter's number to <laughs> you. did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. I'm not joking. You're riding me under the bus. <laughs> Back that shit up. What was the but, underwriter's name? We're going to tag her on. <laughs> yeah, we can't. She, she's no longer with the okay, company, okay. but... She was, she knew where it was. I actually called her and I was like, what are we doing on this? What do we do? She's like, Jeff, we can't We're not doing this. anything on this. Yeah. So I'm like, next thing I know about 30 minutes, 45 minutes later, she calls myself and she's like, I, yeah, you got to build a relationship with your underwriter. Yeah, yeah. But she calls me on my cell phone. She goes, did you just give that client my phone number? I'm like, no, I would never, you never do that. She's like, well, I don't know how she got a hold of me. Da, da, da. I'm like, I don't either. No clue. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? She was like, she's razzing me. She's crying over the phone to me too. Da, 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 da. We actually, the funny thing was, is the, the underwriter said, you're she, like doing the math. They're like, this is not worth $300. No, no. Like you always say, what is a $5 yeah, an hour right, agent right, versus hundred dollar yeah. an hour agent? My wife actually uses that for me on me all the time. Now that comes like, up on the slideshow. Yeah, okay, worry. great. Perfect. <laughs> you're welcome. Lizzie, because your hair cup, she uses on me all the time. Yeah. Are you a $5 an hour agent or a hundred dollar right, an hour right, agent? Right. You're like, shut up, Sean Walker. Yeah, yeah, shut, shut up, up shut my up. mobile home. God, stop it. <laughs> but anyways, long story short, it actually, the underwriter says, well, if she calls you back, just tell her, give her this phone number because it was getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. now freaking out on yeah, the phone, yeah, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. 
give her this escalation number. Yeah. They will handle it for us. Da, 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 da. What the escalation team do? Denied Give them, <laughs> gave them my number. So all they do is route yeah, the number right back to me. I'm like, I'm trying to get rid of her. She's crazy. Anyways. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so you never wrote it. No. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know where you uh, put that. Mine shaft in the backyard. Mine shaft in the backyard. Do you remember Just that for your story kids back to play in with. the 80s that the little baby girl fell down the mine shaft? <coughs> Do you remember that? If I mine wasn't my insurance. No, I'll <laughs> yeah. it was Texas and I don't remember. Do you remember that? It was in Texas. You were way too young. Never mind. Um, okay. Picture we have up here is a picture of uh, some name tags. There's, uh, there's the insurance guys uh, conference. There's the INA conference. There's the... Uh, Insure tech and there's Brainshare, which is uh, Jason Cass's conference. But uh, um, what conferences have you been to ever before? Uh, which ones do you like? Do you like going to them? Do you not like going to them? Uh, what I do you love think? them. Yeah. I love them. I think everyone should go to them. And I've I've actually talked to my business partner Patrick uh, about doing more of them. Of just yeah. Tay and I going because I think they really actually they bring life yeah. into it. Yeah, you're not. You know, I think that's one of the problems agency owners have is they're they're just so not narrow-minded, but they're so laser focused on what they yeah, want that they yeah, don't think outside yeah, of the box yeah. and go into these conferences, hopes you go, oh my God, I, I didn't know you can do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last conference, I'm going to give him a shout out, CJ Huntsmiller out there, he had- It was amazing, wasn't it? Oh my God. He said you, that was his first time talking in public and I was like, really? what are you talking about? That yeah, was great. amazing. I mean, he was giving little nuggets of what he does for his automation. Oh my Just gosh. mind-blowing, mind-blowing. I'm agree. like, how in the world do you actually do that? Yeah. So how do you have the time, CJ? And I'm going to pay you, CJ, to come hook up my agency, please. But are you anyways. going to the soup one in Dallas? And no, I wish I was. I think he's talking at that one too. Is he? Yeah, just just anecdotally. Definitely worth it. I but definitely you're right. That that his presentation, I was like, whoa. Yeah, just to and it's like nuggets like that. You're like, I never thought of that. But yeah. look at the value you're giving your clients on the daily. I you're know. and he does a lot of automation. He's That's almost amazing. that. He's the person. He's the agent there, but not there doing it. The automation's doing yeah. it for him, and he looks like a rock star. He is I'm a rock gonna star. Do it. He doesn't look like, well, he kind of looks like a rock star. Kind of. Like he, a 1980s, 1984 rock star. Yeah. If you ever have him on the podcast, demand he yeah. takes off the hat. Yeah, That's right. the one now, thing I'm I remember. Going, so I'm emceeing the soup event next month, and uh, and I, I definitely guarantee, I guarantee I'm going to do a, a, a CJ Hunson Pillar uh, impersonation. It's going to be easy. I'll just put on a hat and put right. my bangs down. Yeah, put mic. your bangs out here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm <laughs> CJ Hunson Pillar. Uh, oh, and ride a little, uh, like a little pony, like a, you know, like a little oh, stick, pony, a little stick pony in. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, here we go. So um, what makes the insurance industry foxy to you and what makes you want to stay? What makes it foxy to me? A couple of things. I mean, the insurance industry is always moving and shaking. There are, Carrier underwriter, carrier underwriting guidelines that are, are always changing. Yeah. You've got to be on top of the market. Everyone's situation is different, so it's not a new thing every single day. You know, it's it's something's every always changing. Something's always different. It's always moving. I also like that you're not bound. You know, that's what's boxy to me is I'm only held back by what I can do as an agent. Yeah. You know, if if that's I a really good point. If I can. If you want to work harder, you work harder and make more money. If I want to make more money, work if harder. If you want to chill this guy, out, the sky's the out. limit. Yeah. I mean, you can do yeah. literally whatever you want to do. Hell, I'm traveling the country in a travel trailer. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd brought you a picture and sent it to you. We literally made a little desk, and I am working out of the back of a travel trailer, yeah. selling insurance yeah. and making a great living. 
doing it and enjoying the family time. Yeah. You know, that's what makes it sexy for me. For me, it'll spend those times and I'll never forget this. It just came to my mind. When I first opened up I, my I agency, say, right. yep. when I first opened up my agency, and I think I sent you the picture, right? It was on yeah. wherever it might have been. But I just started, and I think it was two weeks into it. You know, you get that mindset when you work for someone or, or, or a company, what have you, that you just, you do what they tell you to do. Right, right. And it's Monday through Friday, 8.30 at 5, right. and I get to work at this time, I'll and I get off at this TPS time, and da 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 TPS reports, and what have you. And it's just, you know, it gets... Day in and day out. But I'll never forget, I went and picked my, up my kids from school. Yeah. I was working from home. Went and picked up my kids from from school. It was snowing outside. Yeah. Daddy, can you build a snowman with us? And I was like, I got to go to work. Got to go to work. And I was like, no, I can build a snowman with you. Yeah. Set my bag down. Bag down. I went out and built a snowman. Had a snowman yeah. snowball fight with my kids. Best day ever. I got to tell you, I was sitting at my desk the day I saw you post that or whatever on Facebook or whatever. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> and I was like, don't get me wrong. I love my and life. And I was like, Sean, I'm also hiring. So uh. <laughs> I was like, I've never built a snowman with my children after school. I was like, what am I doing yeah, with my life? It's so. just awesome. And I mean, the, the things that my kids are able to do because I'm in the position that I yeah. I am in now. I hope I'm building that, you know, in insurance, you build that legacy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. you build the legacy because of what you want to do and what right. I can pass down to my kids right. and let my kids grow Absolutely. too. But it's also that legacy of, I want my legacy to live on. Is you remember when we went, you remember when we did yeah, right, next, right. you remember when we did yeah. this? Memories don't go away. Yep. Uh, my dad always said, uh, you can't put a price tag on memories. Not at all. And that's, so, that's worth its weight in gold. Yeah. And the, the things with my kids and I have been able to do with my wife and go out and see the things we've done, it's because of what I do. Yeah. Um, I think 1,081 houses burnt down in Boulder not long ago. Mm-hmm. A lot of those houses are underinsured. Uh, in this accident, this happened in my neighborhood. A car went through the... Uh, through the uh, the one side of a garage out the other side of the garage into another house's garage and ruined two houses. It actually knocked the house off the foundation and, uh, and it turned into a humongous loss. It stayed like that for about six months before anybody actually started to try and fix the house. Um, how are you educating your customers these days with increased, uh, what do they got here? I got it right here, but we got uh, increased lumber prices and increased asphalt shingles and, uh, 18 weather related disasters that cost over a billion dollars and, uh, 18.6% material goods of residential construction costs up over the last, uh, past year. And, uh, 30, 358,000 job openings in construction as of August, 2021. Yep. This is all leading to, um, you know, raised loss costs, costs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're finding folks are horribly underinsured in Boulder. How are you, how are you educating your clients about coverage? That's step one. If you're not an, if you're not an educator to your client and they don't know what they're purchasing and they're just looking at the price, then you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Period. Yeah. If your client looks down at the bottom dollar and says, that's a thousand dollar policy, I'll take that all day long yeah. because you strip down the coverage. You're yeah. not doing your job. Yeah. Right. You got to look at, I mean, the, what happened up there with the folks that are underinsured, that's yeah. horrific. And I can never imagine what they're still going through to this yeah, day. I right. mean, how long ago was that? That was, it was December. Uh, late it's December, like yeah. the January, no, excuse me, like December 30th or yeah. December 31st. Or so we're right at five the, months, five months ago that, that happened, whatever. Removed. 
they're just getting debris removed. So, yeah. I mean, it's that, it's the loss of use. Are you doing 12 months or are you yeah. doing 24? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing 12 months? Yeah. You know, why, why put that on there? Yeah. How much does it cost? 20 bucks per year? Right. If you're doing on 12 months per year versus 24, I mean, you're selling on price, sell yeah. on coverage, sell on what will protect your client. Yeah. I've always been of the motto as an insurance agent is at the end of the night, I like to go to bed and yeah. I like to sleep well. And I don't want that call at the middle of the night. So they're going, did Chad ever turn this into that? Yeah. And yeah. you're like, whoa, yeah. how did we, I didn't ever do that. Correct. Yeah. I don't want that call of, hey, this just happened with my house. Yeah. Do I have coverage? I want us to go, yes, you do. Yeah. Without even pulling it up in the computer yeah. system, yeah. because that's just the way yeah. I do yeah. everything. Right. You max out the coverage on on the extended replacement cost. Un, uncapped guaranteed replacement cost were 150. Yeah. I don't, I can't tell you the last time I did 125, 120. It's insuring the home to value. My wife, Lindsay and I were just talking about it the other day. We do. You've mentioned her like a hundred times already. She must be a pretty spectacular woman. She is. She's beautiful. Yeah. I used to mention my wife in all of these and I eventually. I'm going to apologize for the, for the car ride that I, yeah. I'm going to apologize for the car ride I made her do yesterday. (laughs) It was a two hour car ride to Portland, Oregon to catch the plane to be here today. So. I'm sorry, babe. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought you were going to apologize for like making making your family listen to this like five times. Oh, uh, we already had this discussion. She said it. I'm like, babe, you don't need to listen to it. Sorry, Nat. I'm uh, recording a podcast right now. Kayla, I love you too. Bye. We were just talking about you. <laughs> That's why she called you. That's why she called you. But I was telling her the other day. I was like, you don't need to listen to this podcast. After five minutes, you can turn it off because you right. already hear all this garbage right, from right, me all right, the time. Right, right, right. She was like, yeah, you're right. She's probably like, thank you, but uh. Yeah, I mean, Lindsay and I were talking about it the other day. The biggest thing is, like, even when we're doing the replacement cost estimator, yeah, yeah. even if you know it's a economy bathroom, what have you, put it as semi-custom. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself a little wiggle room in, in the dwelling amount. Yeah. You know, there's always the unforeseen, but as long as you're doing the right thing for the client, yeah. not for you, yeah. you're not doing the right thing for you, you're not doing the right thing for the mortgage, Yeah. do it for the client, what yep. best suits them best, then yep. you're right in good yep. business, period. Yep, 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 yep. Um, we talked about uh, the insurance guys uh, convention at the Bronco stadium for half a second. Yep. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was, I, I don't know what powered by glove box. Yep. Ooh, tell me about glove box. Glove box is going to be a beast. Mm. Yeah. I think what glove box is doing. It sure well, is evolving quickly. It is. It yeah, is. Do you use it? I do not, okay. but I want to. Yeah. Um, they're what they're doing over there. Cause, cause the guys, Ryan and Andy love you guys. But what they're doing over there is they started out with, I think, and I don't talk to them ever. So yeah. I, I'm just seeing them grow and yeah. evolve glove box into what it is. Yeah. It's pretty astonishing yeah. what they're doing, what have you. And they're opening up doors for agents down the road with working with APIs. Yeah. People don't know what APIs are and neither do I, but that's yeah. all right. That's what we yeah. talk about. Service APIs. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, they're getting access to carriers directly and what have you. And they're, they're, so you have a better client customer yeah. Yeah. relationship. Yeah experience experience what have you so they're building that and i love that because that's where they came from they came yeah. from insurance yeah servicing selling yeah. and all that stuff now they're building something that they know that will work and yeah. pull her out there too sean's yeah. doing great things with them too i heard he's growing his fro back out so i hope he cool. is yeah. if you actually if sean and i actually grew about our hair yeah, and you guys would look pretty we much look pretty similar because yeah. yeah yeah yep tell me about the last time you fired a client why you fired a client how you fired the client tell me about firing the client because you can't be a hundred dollar an hour agent without firing a client every once in a while that's exactly what i was going to talk about and it's you know 
how much time is that client taking or are they calling you because they want to know if they bought a red vehicle versus a white vehicle, which one's going to be cheaper. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it, it's how much you're time like, are and you? And you're fired. And you're fired. <laughs> I mean, are they wasting your time? Are they wasting your day? Yeah. Are they making you money or not making you money? Right, right. And, and you know, you're not going to see eye to eye with every single client. Right. You, you just aren't. I right. mean, not everyone's meant to get along with everyone in this right. world. And sometimes you're just going to get the client that you just don't see eye to eye. What you think that the client needs is not what they want. And yeah. they, they want to be underinsured and you're just not willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Fire them. Get rid of them. Get yep. rid of them from the, from the get-go. Yep. And you know, would, I need to be better at that sometimes too. But, you know, it's it's not under underinsuring clients. But, I mean, when clients call me and they say, yeah, I want statement of limits 25, 50, 15, I'm like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, right. Do you know what that last number of 15 means? Right. That's property damage. Name me all the vehicles on the road that are over $15,000 right. in value. Right. Every single one of them except right. for your 1982 Honda Accord. Exactly. exactly. You know, so it's just those are the clients that if that's all they want and that's all they want to hear move on to the next find yeah. somebody that finds the value in what you do yeah i want to read this example uh it might not be viewable but uh it says our brokerage is a this was sent from an agent to a client and this is the agent's way of firing the client this agent has since died he was a very good friend of mine by the way in pennsylvania but uh it says our brokerage has a fairly sizable customer base that is run entirely by let's just, it's blacked out but let's just say two people I can honestly say we are not equipped to provide the level of communication it seems you are looking for because the client was asking about red cars and blue cars and white cars. And they're like, what the heck are you talking about? We're not going to communicate with you this frequently. Uh, While I really appreciate the opportunity to quote your insurance, I think you might have a better experience with with an insurance agent that has a larger team of customer service representatives. If the quotes are competitive, I've included, uh, I've included other local brokerages below that sell let's just say auto insurance products and can likely help should you choose to move forward with the insurance policies and basically saying, here's three different insurance, co- insurance agencies, done it. go call them, leave me alone. Yep. You've done that yep. before? Yep. I Absolutely. Love it. I love it. This agent used to, uh, this agent used to send me this probably once a week. Like this is how I fired this client this week. And yep. I thought this is exactly what I'm talking about when we're talking about being a hundred dollar an hour agent versus a $5 an hour agent. Correct. Yeah. Um, have you ever been so hungry where you're like, Oh, I got to write the policy and I've got to keep the client because I've got to make the $152 because I've got to feed my kids and fill up the gas tank to get from the next campground to the next one. Then you, where you're like, forget it. This is craziness. There's no way I'm going to be that person. Yeah. You, you can't be that person. I mean, if you want to, if agents want to think about what's taking up their time, what's eating up their time of day from making more money and what have you and yeah. their, and their daily of what they're doing as an agent. It's those clients you got to get rid of. I mean, I think a lot of agents get tied up into either a the quote for too long. Oh, I yeah, got to win this quote point. for so long. Yeah. I've been I've been doing this quote for two three hours and yeah. I can't find something that beats their premium. Yeah, let it go. Walk away from it. You're selling on price too. Yep, that's you're not exactly you're right. not selling yourself. That's you're not exactly selling right. your value that you bring as an agent. A that's lot of exactly agents right. just look at the price and it. You're looking at the price. What do you think your clients doing too? Right. Get that mentality out of there. Yep. Take that off the yep. table immediately. Your value. You have value too. Yep. Make your client buy you for value. Okay. Here's the philosophical question of the day. Oh Lord. Uh, Okay. We divide being an agency owner into three buckets. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Service and retention, administration and operations or pipeline and sales. And, uh, and we have the middle triangle that is uh, 25% of the time. Um, Which of these three things that you do, will you, say I'll dedicate 50% of my time and, and 25% of my time on the other two. Does that make sense? It does. Okay, and I'm going to answer this a completely different way, not the way you want me to. Okay, that's all right. This always moves. 
This is a moving target because if we're talking about a new agent, brand new starting off, and we're I'm sales, right? No. Oh, I think it's admin and operations because I think if you don't have your processes, if you don't have your process, you've got to have your process of how you want to run your agency. That is so true. How many agents do you ask, hey, what's your process? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. What are you talking about? I I sell palsies and bind them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of agents, they don't boil down to what they need to be able to operate day to day. Yeah. You can turn on sales at any given point in time, and that should automatically already be going. Yeah, right. I I was lucky enough when I was coming over that I was, I already knew just because of what I was doing, yeah. how I wanted to operate. Yeah. But it's also a different animal when you have other other people working with you, for you, alongside you, what have you. But you need to have the process of how your agency wants to look, feel, run, and where it's going to go into the future. Because if you don't have that, you don't have any goals. Yeah, and that way when your wife doesn't obey the process, you can be like, we're not fighting because I am right and you're wrong. We're fighting because I made a process and you're not following it. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> no, she's fired me three times over already. Wow, but three times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm lucky. But I think it goes from admin and operations to how you want to streamline your process, how you want to make it look, feel as far as your sales service, where you want okay. to hit your target market. And gonna, that's a good answer. I've never had anybody give me that answer. So that's well, a it doesn't really need to take it doesn't need to take you that long. But I mean, you also have to build your website, your landing pages, yeah, and all that stuff. And yeah. that all needs to be done before you hit the ground, yeah, or because so, yeah. you want to look like an agency. That's yeah, yeah. then it goes into pipeline of sales. I mean, okay. we used to have the saying: if you're not calling, you're quoting; if you're not quoting, you're selling; if you're not selling, you're calling. Call, quote, sell, yeah, call, quote, sell. It's circular. It's circular. Yep. So once you have that set off, you can right, wipe that off your plate and go sell. Okay. And when you're sick of selling, keep on selling. Okay. And that becomes 50% of your time. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. And then service and retention. I mean, you're looking at that and you're, you'll have a few clients in year one for your service, but your retention comes in year two. Yeah. So that's why that's number three. But yeah. in year three or four, where I am now, it's switching into more of a service retention, service retention, especially yeah. with what we're going through with yeah. all the costs of lumber yeah. and rates going through the roof yeah. right now. Everyone's in there going, what's going on with my renewal? Yeah. You know, now I'm focusing on the retention because I want to keep what I have built and worked yeah. my butt off so hard for. I want to keep that in house. I'm not going to lose that to somebody else. But you say that, but it's funny because you're here in Denver this week to go talk to mortgage brokers and continue the pipeline and sale piece, right? can't stop. No, of course not. You of can't stop not. ever. Yeah. But I mean, I want to be to the point of where I no longer have to go mortgage yeah. broker shopping yeah, and yeah, looking yeah. for that referral partner yeah, or what have you. Self-sustaining. It, it's yeah. self-sustaining. And I, I want to, did you get your two leads per day? You know, I used to have a saying yeah. two leads per day keeps the chat away. You know, back when I was a sales manager, two leads a day keeps the chat away. I mean, if you think about it, if you're an independent agency, you should have north of a 50% close ratio. Yeah. Just do the math. That's true. I mean, two leads per day, you're closing one lead per day. Yep. It's that easy. Yeah. One lead per day. One household a day. Yep. Wherever you are in the country, yep. probably here in Colorado, we're about 3500 to yep. $4,000 yep. average household yep. premium. Yep. You're writing 60, 70K a month yep. 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 with your eyes closed. Yep. Yep. What are you doing? Yep. Are you focusing now on this too much? Yeah. Are you going into sales and pipeline? Are you focusing, where are you dividing your energy? I mean, you've got to really focus on what you want to do and get it going, but you can't stop on any of this stuff. I mean, that's when you get into it. You're always, the industry is always changing. You've always got to change. Yeah. And so you're saying, I know you can't stop on any of those three things, but uh, you're saying it evolves at any moment in time where you're saying, 
uh, I have to spend 50% of my time on this specific bucket this Correct. time uh, at this at this season of my agency's You'd, evolution. Let's re- you've got to spend more hours working in the day. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't just sit there and go, oh, I'm not going to focus on sales. You no, oh, I need to put in an extra hour a day on service and retention. Right. And I need to right. create this. I right. need to do right. this, right. what have you. So, or you yeah. need to get like the guys over at Glovebox to help you retention and see what they can do and get the, that going for you and have the client experience for the service side and what have you. Yeah. So little things like that that make the agents. I think that's where a lot of agents get wrapped up too. Yeah. Spinning it in the wrong bucket. Yeah. Do you think this ad has any, uh, any, do you think this ad is accurate? It's a, it's a lemonade ad that says it's on the top of a taxi cab, I think in New York city. And it says insurance without a hundred years of experience screwing you. It's a funny ad. I like the ad a lot, but do you think do. it's accurate? Mm-hmm. Yes and no. Okay. Have you ever seen the ad before? No, okay. I have not. Okay. Um, what are your that's thoughts? New York City because I can see it in the cab there, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll take a picture of it and send it next to you next time we're in New York City. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Do you think insurance companies, uh, do you think people, do you think the consumer feels screwed by the insurance company? I don't think the consumer understands the insurance company and their standpoint of how they pay out claims. Cause okay. that's, they don't understand why their rates went up. Yep. They don't understand why they're not getting the money that they yep. feel they should get on their claim. Yep. They think their car is more valuable than it actually is. Yep. And that's where you come in as an agent of actually educating your, your client and your, of what they actually get out of insurance is the education part back to your client. But I mean, Hundred so years should have parentheses that says insurance without a hundred years of experience screwing you parentheses unless you have an independent insurance agent to help you not get screwed. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that fit very well on that. It's a lot of wording, but we can make that one happen. One by uh, four. We, we can make it happen. <laughs> I think we can. It's do a lot it. of wording, but nah, we could probably. I mean, make it, it, uh, if I mean, we go to four not, font. <laughs> not to not to disgrade this, but. They also haven't had a hundred years of experience of what has point, happened. So, point, so it's it's the other carriers have the knowledge. They don't have the knowledge. It's so, solid point. what they don't know might also be biting them, be screwing yeah. the client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's the thing with uh, insurance. Is insurance? We'll go back to what I first started talking about. Is is how long have I been doing insurance? And back then, we didn't have service line coverage. We didn't have equipment breakdown right, coverage. Right. We didn't have glass coverage back right, in the right, day. Right, it right. was all plain Jane. It all yeah, fit in this yeah, thing. And yeah, if it didn't, yeah. and it's now insurance is evolving into more of a maintenance policy yeah. in a, in a sense, in a weird way, in a weird yeah. way it is. And it, back in the day, it was never a maintenance policy. Yeah. I mean, I've, we've had insurance calling. Can I get my, my gutters replaced? The paint's peeling off. No, it's not a maintenance policy. Yeah, right, right. There's, there's not been a loss in the home. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely evolving. And I think the carrier's, some point in time, they have a hard time catching up with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So. I agree. Um, uh, let me get that off the screen and that off the screen as well, just uh, because they had some bad words in them. But uh, what makes a killer agent? What makes an agent unstoppably amazing? Drive. Okay. Grit, I guess. Grit, drive, vision, a goal. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, if the agent doesn't know... You put agent A in the seat that doesn't have the education or the knowledge or the want. Yeah. If they don't have the want, they're not going to have the drive to go get what they want. And if yeah. you have the want, you'll go get the knowledge to learn. It's and achieve. And achieve. And knowledge is power. You yeah. can't just ask 
Uh, she's no longer with it, but I, I had an underwriter back in the day that she would not would not write a house with a mine shaft in the correct, backyard. Correct, <laughs> she would not. But she would not. If I called her for an underwriting question, yeah, she would not answer my question for me. She yeah. would go tell me where to find it, yeah. and I love her to death. And she is. I don't even know if she's around anymore, what have you. But yeah. she made me not ask the question. Mm-hmm. but she made me go find the answer. So now I know mm-hmm. how to go read a policy jacket. Right, right. How many agents know how to right, read a policy right, right, jacket right. or do they just pick up yeah. the 1-800 yeah. da, 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 da. This question yeah. Do you know how to open a policy jacket and look at the underwriting guidelines and sit there and go, yes, they'll take it. No, they won't take it. Yeah. You know, you've got to have the agent that has the knowledge to go get what they want. And as long as they have the drive to do it, nothing's going to stop them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree completely. I also love uh, like an agent who goes, what's normal? And you're going, well, uh, let's just say $100,000 is a pretty good uh, amount of business to write in a month. And they're like, okay, I'll go do that. Yeah. And then the, then they hit $100,000 and they go, okay, I did that. So uh, what's next? Uh, what's next? How do I, do, what, what's the next thing I should go accomplish? And you're like, this is what you should go accomplish. And they go, okay, I'll be back. And then yep. it's like, okay, we'll see you when you get that one done. And then, and then they come back and they go, okay, I did that. I, Tell me what I should do next. And, and I love when that happens because it's like, it's, there's no holds bars. Yeah. It's like, hey, go do this. Okay, well, I'll go do it. You can't be a status quo agent. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. do what's, I got my one lead per day. I right. don't want any more. I'm, right, I'm good. Right, no, right, no, no, right. no. You got four leads today? Yeah. Hell right. yeah. yeah. Go yeah, get yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, push yourself. Yeah. If you're just going to be, all right, I got my one, two leads per day. I'm going to go uh, take the dog for a walk 15 right, times right. and go watch video games or do whatever you're going to do, right. you know, no, yeah. go make something out of yourself. Yeah. You know? What's the worst you've ever seen a bridge burnt? This is a slide of somebody doing a chat with an insurance company. They didn't get the answer they want. So that says, uh, and you won't let them reinstate. And he says, nah, just go screw yourself. Uh, what a crappy company. <laughs> it uses much more colorful language than that. You might be able to read it on the, on the screen or not, but what's the best way. Uh, what's the most dynamic way you've ever seen somebody just light a bridge on fire? going after the underwriter. Yeah. The the biggest bridge you can light is your carrier underwriter because they're pretty much dedicated to you or your agency or whatever it might be, the group. Mm-hmm. And if you light that fire with that underwriter and yeah. tell them to go pound sand, they're not doing their job. Right. You've got to understand what their job is to is to protect, protect the carrier and what have you. And you might not agree with that, but you shut the door and you move on to the next Next carrier, if you burn a bridge with your underwriter, good luck getting the next one approved. Right. You know, you, you can't, can't do that. Yeah. Can't do that. Deal. Yeah. Yep. Cardinal sin. Um, don't give it, don't give out the phone number like Sean Michael Walker does. <laughs> I don't know. <I'm> t- <laughs> um, tell me, uh, let's get into the five pillars. Okay. Uh, yep. Let's, uh, let's wrap up with the five pillars. Um, five pillars, uh, marketing uh, or pipeline and sales. So let's start with pipeline. How do you fill your pipeline? Every single day. I love that answer. Every single day. Good. Who cares how I feel it? I feel it. <laughs> I, I, I feel it. You know, yeah. you got to look at, I mean, the, everyone probably has the same thing in here. It's not rocket science. Right. Insurance isn't rocket science. Right. Anyone wants to call me and say, how do I do this? I'll tell you exactly how to do it, but I can't make you do it. You've right. got to go want to do it right. and go do it for yourself yeah. without somebody whipping you, what have you. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, how do you fill up your pipeline? you're always reaching out to mortgage brokers. You're looking at your current clients. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have your five buckets that you're going to fill. Where are you going to fill up your, you don't want all your leads to come from one source. Mm -hmm. You're going to do referral partners, current clients, 
I'm going to go after the RV industry. So yeah, I, right. I've got a big network there. So I'm going to start going after them. Right. And we're actually creating content for social media so I can go out there. So that's another avenue for me. But I'm trying to evolve. Everyone does giveaways on social media, what have you. Do something. Yeah. You can't aggressively sit down there and wait for the phone to ring. Does you're, you're hilarious on uh, Facebook uh, and and you do My it. wife is hilarious on Facebook. Okay, Mind so you, I'll you take some. Do you get clients from being so funny for being hilarious? I would think you would because I read it. I'm like, that's so funny, man. Uh, you, and I would think yes. at some point clients, somebody's going to see it and be like, I don't know who you are, but uh, I want you in my life. Sometimes, but I mean, you got to be, you got to be human too. Yeah, right. You got to be human to your clients and let clients know who you are and, yeah. and they want to work with somebody that they can jive with. And yeah. I want to, I want to work with clients that are funny. Right. Right. You know, right. I want to, right. I want a client to call me and BS with me for right, right. 20 minutes. And then yeah. you're a $5 an hour an agent. Yeah, like, and well, my wife go. is looking at me going yeah. hey. dollars or a hundred dollar an hour agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, shut up and get back yeah, to work. Shut up, get, back, get back to your desk. Yeah. Get back to your desk. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we made that little plywood desk for you. Get back to it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes, man. It's a beautiful plywood desk. Yeah, right. But yeah, I mean, going on with your marketing and the five pillars. I mean, the uh, marketing you've always got to be filling up your pipeline, and if, yeah. if you're sitting there waiting for the lead to come in, you're doing it wrong. You got to keep on going with it. Yeah. So, um, on that note, they're making a uh, commercial about you this week, aren't they? Aren't isn't somebody going to come film your family because you guys yep. are so gosh darn cute? It's a uh, and, just because uh, the lifestyle that we do. My yeah. wife reached out um, us and the mutts on Instagram. If us you want to follow us, yeah, okay. us and the mutts on Instagram, you're yeah. welcome. Uh, so my wife started an Instagram for us to just. We have five followers. Five followers. We're up to six, hopefully after this podcast. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. she started an Instagram, just a place to photo dump all of our right, photos, right, right. and she started getting followers. So yeah. actually, we're getting getting knows pretty good. And uh, one of the companies out there that does educational things for kids yeah, on the, like on the road, on the homeschooled road, kids, homeschooled, yeah. just to, they gamify education for yeah, kids. Right, right. They reached out to my wife and we're actually going to be in a commercial. So yeah. if you see a commercial education for kids on iPads and what have you, and wow. you see a travel trailer driving down the road, That's you'll, true. you'll probably see us and they're doing that next week. So wow. they're flying out a six person commercial crew. Uh, camera crew camera crew yeah, yeah. wow crazy yep. all right so marketing pipeline we got that i love your answer uh sales um we've kind of hit on this one but uh how wh what's your what's your salesiest sales pitch well let's just say the the consultant chad is no longer in the room he's trying to go like sean you really have to buy my freaking policy like what's the salesiest salesy thing you do or salesiest sales thing you say oh god I don't, I don't like, ever call. Don't buy it. I don't give a flying flip. Mine's yeah. better than theirs. See you later. Yeah. Bye. I don't know if I have a, a salesy sales pitch. I, I want to always be true. And I've always thought of myself not as a salesperson, but right. as a consultant. Right. Because if I consult the client of their insurance policy, mm -hmm. they will know what they have purchased. And if yeah. they know what they have purchased, they're going to be comfortable with what I sold them. Yeah, right. So I don't want to be a sales guy. I want to be an education guy and I want to educate the client of what they are actually purchasing and why they are purchasing yeah. it. So, so maybe the salesiest thing you do is wedging out the other policy they have did it last and, night. and put yours in. Did it last and night against like, Look, captive. your other policy stinks compared to my policy. That's the end of the story. I'm not selling you anything. That's just the truth. Yeah. Take it or leave it. We'll see you. My sales pitch last night in the hotel room, I'm yeah. talking to a client while I'm before we're flying out here. Mm -hmm. I'm in the hotel room last night and I'm talking to a client and they're with a captive agency and they got a quote from the captive and they mm -hmm. called me an independent. And I was like, you know, a 
captive company, the agent actually works for the company. Yeah. But with an independent agency, I actually work for you. Yeah. So I do what you want me to do, and I am yeah. here for you as yeah. your liaison to these carriers that I represent. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. The client was like, I actually want to work with an independent agent that works for me, not for the company. Yeah. I'm like, I've got your best interest at heart, yeah. not the carriers. Yeah, I, I got a ton of products I can say the yeah. right one for you. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So be the right okay. place at the right time. Okay. Yep. Um, retention. Uh, where do you think the right line in the sand is to like call the client and be like, whoa, you need to know uh, I am aware of your rate increase and I'm here to help? We recently moved that because so it was moved the line in the sand. Moved the line okay. in the sand. It was ten percent. Okay. COVID happened, increasing the lumber costs, labor costs, yep. everything we were talking about. All rates were going up, and yeah. I would be at home yeah. requoting everybody instead of getting new business. So yeah. there's that fine line. So we pushed it up to fifteen percent. Yeah, which I would say is pretty freaking normal. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. normal, and that's what I've heard from the other people on the podcast here and what have you. But it fifteen percent is where we are now. I mean, if the rates level out, we might go down to a 10% too, yeah. what have you, but the rates have gone through the roof. I, yeah. You can only quote so much in a day. Yeah, right. There's only so much of Chad to go around, but yeah, yeah it's 15% right now, but we touch on every single client. Yeah. Patrick, he's a freaking rock star. He's my partner in crime Patrick here too. A rock star. And my wife is my partner in crime. Yeah. But anyways, Patrick's a rock star. He just came on board with us probably about. I was just about to say something horrible. Don't. And I, but it'd be and funny. I was like, say it. Uh, don't say that. Like, like it's like ran through my head. Like, say that. Don't say that. That would be really, hamster, really bad. Hamster fell yeah, off the wheel. Stop, 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 oh, God. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Patrick's just been killing it. I mean, if I could have asked for anybody to come on board here, Patrick's just been killing it. He's got drive. He's got everything that it, I want in an yeah, agent to have. He's a good guy, you know, and he makes me look good, what have you, but he's a look at him. He looks like a, a male model. Like, uh, who does he, he, look he like? was, was he, he really? I think he was Mr. GQ Colorado. Me? He's not yeah. that good looking. I mean, he's good looking, but not that good. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in that picture, he's really good looking, but yeah. uh, in person, he's like 50% of that. <laughs> We should go get him. He's out in the hallway. <laughs> so, Pat, we were just talking about you, buddy. He'll show up in two weeks. Yeah. Like, where's Sean Walker? Yeah. Where, I want him dead. Where's Sean Michael Walker? Let's talk about him. Um, okay, so 15%. Uh, uh, what do you do if a client calls you up and is like, hey, man, uh, my policy went up 8%. Uh, what, can you help me out? Goes back to the education piece. Like, hey, look, you got to tell no them. Point moving you right now. You got to tell them why it's going up first, so they understand. Yeah. If they don't understand, it's just about price again. Yeah. And you're not doing the education part. You got to bring them to the education. Tell them why the premium's going up. Yeah. Here's what you can expect. That's where our preemptive policy. I love when Jeff Holtman. Shout out to Jeff. He's here, by the way. He was right behind. Is he? Me. Yeah. Oh, good. Shout out to Jeff. I mean, I think he said it right when he was. He's proactive. I like being a proactive yeah. agent yeah. instead of a reactive agent. So I like how he does his. Yeah renewal requotes and what have you and reach yep. out to the client midterm. Yep. It's brilliant. I mean, yeah. I really like the midterm reach out. Do you yeah. like the midterm reach out? I, I really like the, like the, Hey, six months into the policy. Hey, just so you know, I'm here for you that it, way. If it adds the, another touch. Yeah. It adds another touch to the client and you yeah. can actually reach out and, and, and feel the water. Yeah. Is the water cold? Is it warm? What have you? But when it does come over, I mean, you being there for your client is yeah. when that retention comes up. Yeah. Do I want to go to a new agent? I really like Patrick. Yeah. I really like Chad. Yeah. I really like yeah. Lindsay. Right. You know, I want to stick with that agency because I like my agent. Yeah. If if client likes you, they're going to stay with you forever. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's everyone gets touched. I mean, you got to requote and see if you can save them, what have you, but education. Uh, technology you use in your agency. 
Uh, I have a automation. I think automation's huge. Um, you mean a CRM? CRM. It okay. takes the, it's another me okay. doing stuff in the background. That's yep. not me yep. Yep. doing it. Uh, it makes me there without being there. Um, that's building, growing, and evolving as we speak. Mm -hmm. It's making the client experience mm -hmm. uh, what it needs to be. So it's a, uh, you got to make everything simple. Yeah. You know, if you can streamline everything and make it simple for the client aspect, for claims, for service, for the sales, for your referral partners, yeah. they'll want to work with you. Yeah. You know, if, hey, I've got this app for your referral partners, I've got this app that you can directly send me leads. Great. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to the Glovebox boys. Yeah. But, yeah. It, it, it's it's smooth and what have you, and that's yeah. what people want to work with that are actually moving with the times. And I see, I think that's sometimes the detriment of these carriers. They don't move with the times. They're they're locked up in their nineteen sixties, yeah, hundred years, yeah. hundred years yeah. old, and they're not moving with the times and getting on with the technology. Yeah. So communication. Yeah. You use agency Zoom. Is I that do. What you use? Yep. Yeah, agency which Zoom. is beautiful, right? It's beautiful. You know, people got to understand that there's not one single platform out there that's going to do what you want it to. Yeah. It, that. They all do something awesome. 90% of it, yeah, yeah. but that 10% that you really want, they won't do. Yeah. And you got to find something else that will solve that or yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah. And I get stuck on that a lot. You yeah. know, I'm not perfect. Yeah. No one is, but you know, you got an agency Zoom does a lot of great things, but I want to go take it to that next level and what have you. So it's always yeah. moving the bar. Yep. Um, and they just got recently got bought, right? Like yep. in the last five months, six yeah, months. Yeah. Vertifor, I think. Yeah, bottom. Vertifor bought Yep. Mm. Yep. They've got a really slick platform, and it was mainly there, there's better agency out there that they've got a really yeah. great platform. But we had a uh, thing with Ivan's downloads and what have you that it just wasn't functioning. Wasn't functioning the way it, the way it would for me and uh, the boys over at Agency Elephant. Give yeah. them a shout out too. They've got a great yeah. freaking product out there. Uh, it was I didn't have the time to invest into it yeah, yeah. Uh, at that. So I want to talk to those Although boys. They fix that by now. I think they did, and that's why I want to talk to them again. Yeah. So Brian. Don't talk to Brian. Uh, I know. But he's got the beard. He does have a beautiful beard. <laughs> if, you, if you like food in a beard kind of thing. But yeah. He's always got food in his beard. It's disgusting. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I just have to get out. Well, you hate him, right? I can't. I can't. I, I literally cannot stand the man. I know that. I know that. I was just going to put that out there. <laughs> uh, that's not true. He's actually a wonderful, wonderful I'm going to give it out. His voice is not as deep as you'd expect, though. I just want to throw that out. Is it a high? Hi, this is It's high, but it's, a, it's higher. Yeah. Grew out a manly beard <laughs> yeah. just to hide, hide yeah. the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said but, that to him one time. He got so pissed. <laughs> He's going to be pissed about this. But... Uh, I'm those joking. Guys. I'm just joking, Brian. He's joking, we we love you. You're great. The boys over at Agency Elephant, they do fantastic. Yeah. They have a, on their platform, they're there for their clients. I'm going to give a shout out to them because they're there every week with an yeah. online learning seminar to what do you have? What questions do you have? Yeah, and yeah. they're there that's for cool. their, they're there for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You know, they do great work over there. And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's wrap up. Um, any words of wisdom that you would have for a new kid getting into the industry or, you know, Chad Maxey got started in the industry. I don't know. Let's call it 24 years old or whatever age you started. Um, what would you give that advice? What advice would you give to yourself back then? Or what advice would you give to some college kid who's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh shoot. Here's insurance. Maybe I'll do this. I'm going to say, say this cause I say it to my wife all the time. Okay. I wish I started my own agency. Yeah. Everybody says that 20 right? years ago. Yeah. yeah. And here I am just loving it. Yeah. So don't let anything hold you back. Yeah. Um, 
don't let your current position hold you back from going in a direction that you see your life and how you want to live and yeah. how you want to be. Um, it's a good advice. Yeah. Go do what you want to do and be that vessel. I mean, if you want to go own an independent agency, go do it. Yeah. Um, and don't let anything hold you back. Hold your health, hold yourself to standards. Um, who does goal planning out there? Mm-hmm. A lot of agents don't do goal planning and do your goal planning every month of what do I want to write this month? What is my close ratio? And if you don't know your close ratio, yeah. figure it out. Yeah, right. But you need to know your dynamics of, of what, how to work. Here's the number I want to hit. Here's my close ratio. Here's my average household premium. Here's yeah. how many leads I need to go yeah. get. Now, how am I going to go get those leads? Right. And go do it. Yeah. Hold yourself to a standard. Yeah. There's no one else there. Don't, don't wait to, for a boss to come tell you to do yeah. it. Go yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why didn't your dad give you the advice that he would have given you to stay put 20 years ago? Um, I mean, I know you, I was you love him and you, you think the world of him and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff, but why 20 years ago, didn't he go, Hey kid, I didn't know. Yeah. It was the knowledge. It yeah. was just, I've been around the block and the yeah. things that I know now I'm not the smartest guy in the world, yeah. but I know a few <laughs> things. Said, Son, you're not the smartest guy. You're not the, you're the, <laughs> not, Sit at this agency. You're not the sharpest tool in the shed, son, but good <laughs> Lord. But yeah. Um, just cause I didn't have the knowledge yeah. to do it. I wasn't yeah. mature yeah. enough. Yeah. I was a hellion in my twenties yeah. yeah. and thirties. Yeah. Trinity can tell you, I mean, yeah. good Lord. Sorry, mom and dad for what I put you through back in the day, but it was hell. But, you know, you mature and you get to the point of where you actually know what the hell you're doing. And once you know what you're doing, and honestly, it's my wife and my kids because I, back then I wasn't married. Yeah. Um, You didn't have the support group. Didn't have the support group. Didn't have the kids. Where the hell am I going your wife a lot, but uh, you know, my wife is everything to me. And so it's, it's kind of like, Hey, what are, what, what will we go do together? You know? And when you have her support and she goes, let's go all in on this. It's like we can't fail. You know, right. my wife is not going to let us fail, you know, and, and I wouldn't either, but you know, once you have your significant others support and going, Chad, let's go get this. You have and to have the like, support group. Oh, well then this will never go awry. Yeah. You, you know? have to have the support group that's sitting there cheering you on and being yeah. your cheerleader. Patrick, another shout out to him. I mean, there's some yeah. other agents out there that are just doing fantastic things. They're moving yeah. and shaking in the industry and I'm so proud of them. I mean, shout out to the girls over at legacy over there. They're yeah. just doing fantastic yeah. things over there. Johnny and Olivia are amazing. Yeah, they are amazing. They're amazing. Uh, Love them to death. There's just nothing's holding them back. And that's what I love. That's what makes a good agent. Don't let anything hold you back. Go achieve your goals. Build your legacy. Legacy insurance. That's what they're doing over there. So shout out to them. I mean, Patrick, he's doing freaking great things. The kid's writing bunches of business. He's writing really good business. I mean, he's writing better business than most of them out there. And he's got like a freaking 90% close ratio. Yeah. The kid's killing it. He's going to do great things. And I'm so glad he's with us and what have you. And it's just what makes a good agent. What, what advice go do it. Yeah. Go do it. Joni and Olivia will always have a cold wintry morning at La Hacienda. La Hacienda. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else you want to say? This is your moment. You're the kindergartner who gets to take home the, uh, the teddy bear for the weekend. And uh, it's your special week. If you would like a quote from, just kidding, Atlas <laughs> from Atlas Insurance, call. No. <laughs> well, I don't think the consumer is actually listening to this. Uh, just no, a bunch of dorky no, insurance agents. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for everyone out there is just enjoy what you're doing. Have fun. Yeah. Go get it. Because you with the insurance, what I love about insurance is you can achieve anything. Yeah. You can achieve so 
the work life, you can achieve whatever kind of money you want to make. Yep. You can grow whatever you want. You can travel the country and go see the world for the next however long you want to. Yeah. You know, the world's your oyster, shuck yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yep. Go get after it. So, yeah. Do you shuck oysters or do you shuck corn, uh, ears of corn? Both. Where you are you from? Both. Nebraska? Oh, interesting. No, I'm from San Francisco. I think. Somebody's going to call me I think you do shuck both, right? I don't know. Somebody tell us. Do you, sh- uh, do you shuck an yeah, oyster? Jacob's saying you shuck both. Is there anything Perfect. else that you shuck besides oysters and ears of corn? My kids say shucks. Shucks. Oh, shucks. Shucky darns. Shucky darns. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh, that is all we have for you today. The world, I want you to know Chad Maxey. If you don't know Chad Maxey, Get in touch with Chad Maxey. He's freaking amazing. I'm sure you know that now. But I appreciate uh, you having me on, Sean. You're amazing, Chad. Thanks, sir. All right, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Premier Group Insurance is providing this podcast for informational uses only. This podcast should not be relied on as legal or medical advice. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by Premier Group Insurance. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply any endorsement to them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by Premier Group Insurance employees, i.e. Sean Michael Walker, are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of Premier Group Insurance. Copyright. 2022 Premier Group Insurance, Inc. All rights reserved.